who I greatly am grateful for, and uh, I respect greatly, and he's a professional in this field. And you know what? Good evening, everyone, (laughs) and welcome back. After a long summer vacation, we are technically back. Not all of us, but most of us. For another session of Dragon Mark Symphony here on Natural One Media. My name is Dylan. If you have forgotten, I can't blame you. Uh, I am your dungeon master for this group. Uh, I am here with Kevin, Marshall, and Franny. Uh, Bennett is out for the evening. He is not doing uh, too hot. Uh, but he will be back with us the next time that we reconvene. Uh, in the meanwhile, we're going to do us a quick little recap. Because it's been quite a while since we last met. And when we did meet last, there was a lot of things that happened. A lot of events went down. um, And it's important to remember them so that we can pick up right where we left off. Our adventuring group, who is currently uh, on their way to the city of Passage uh, in the Nation of Boundair, has had a couple bumps along the way. They've had to stop at a few places, ran into a few situations. but they've managed to make it this far. And when we had last uh, convened, they had made a stop in the small town of Galt on the way to the City of Passage. Um, while there, they stopped in at the local tavern, uh, got themselves rooms for the evening uh, as they are anticipating that they will stay overnight uh, and then continue on to City of Passage the following morning. Um, had the chance to speak with the the barkeep and a few people there, and uh, stopped in to check in with the local sheriff. Uh, the sheriff, of course, uh, Sheriff Mauser and his faithful deputy uh, Feline, uh, to let them know that there was a possibility of a werewolf making its presence known, as they had encountered one at the previous inn that they had stopped at, or at least encountered the remnants of what a werewolf may have left behind, uh, choosing not to go into the nearby forest and possibly seek out the werewolf directly, as uh, this uh, lycanthropic creature in question uh, could be enhanced by the current moon. Uh, The sheriff and the deputy took their information, and they continued uh, on getting themselves some supplies from some of the local shopkeeps, uh, and then making their way back to the tavern, where earlier uh, Set had noticed uh, a familiar face that was uh, that was warming a seat in one of the nearby uh, one of the nearby uh, booths. Uh, and when they returned, they they further investigated and found that they had come across uh, one Cassowary Dubois, who they had originally ran into back in the city of Rote uh, a few a few days back, uh, and who ended up being a somewhat crucial figure uh, in the large uh, and dangerous events that took place there. Uh, they confronted. Cassowary at the booth, uh, and with eyes wide and full of fear, he looked upon them and said, uh, with a gasp in his voice, uh, Lark Bart? 
<laughs> and that is where we had left off with all of you uh, having approached the table and with Cassowary Dubois, Dubois excuse me, Ooh, oh boy, uh, now aware of your presence, uh, you stand at the table uh, watching him intently. Uh, uh, what would you like yeah. to do? So, quick question. So he said yeah. Clark Bart, but there is no Caspian with us, correct? Correct. He, he was looking at Set when he said this. His, his full attention is currently locked in with Set right now. But we all heard him say Clark Bart. Yes. Also remind me. Casper was 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 Casper the one that inevitably got, uh, like arrested and like we went to the mind palace of or, yes, uh, Casper was the architect, um, who, uh, his, he had an ancestor who was pivotal in uh, a lot of architectural work in the city of Rote, uh, including uh Castle Brokenblade. Um, and if you recall, you had gone uh, inside of his memories using a very special device and procured an interesting event wherein it was implied that an ancestor of Cassowary uh, was possibly influenced or magically uh, tricked into aiding in the construction of a sort of magical backdoor into the castle, which was then used many years later uh, by Three and the other Rogue Warforge to be able to uh, seize the castle. Um, and so Cassowary was detained for further questioning and taken away, and that had been the last you had seen of him until this moment. Okay. Cassowary. Also, last we saw of you, you were being detained. I take it you were released. <laughs> Whatever could you be referring to? This detainment? Never. Not in my. Not in my. He kind of he's looking around nervously to see if like anybody else is like listening in to your conversation that you're having. <clears throat> also, Clark Bart, I give him like a very whingy smile about that. Isn't here right now. <laughs> why did you mention? Why did you? Why did you mention them? He kind of peers a little bit closer. Right. Uh, I must have been confused. Excuse me. Uh, it's been a very long day, and I just, I, I mistook you. It happens all the time. I know many people, of course. You know, I'm very affiliated uh, with, oh, with a lot of people. Aware, so this, this, this tends to happen. But, but um, it, it, no harm, no foul, and I'm sure we could all wash our hands of this and go on about our merry way. Uh, if you'll excuse me, I, uh, as a matter of fact, I think I'll be, I'll be getting going. He begins kind of scooting out of the, 
the the leather seats. I, I kind of so I kind of their shoulder. I was gonna say I was gonna kind of get in front of them, kind of similar, do a similar thing, but more in like the. I was gonna actually kind of like get around in front and then like behind, put like the like two hands on his shoulders kind of slowly try to kind of reel him back and bring him down into the chair. You feel the shiver run up his shoulders as he goes, Come now. Don't hurt me. Come now. We uh, we are sure that you're here just fine on your accord. We want to have a chat. As good as old good old chums. Um, While they're doing that, Dak is subtly spelling um, Mind's Revelation to, and begins reading the surface thoughts of Casuary. Excellent. Alright. As he watches him with his one good eye. <laughs> um, similarly, wait, well, I have to see if I actually have that still or not. I think that might have been one of those things I removed. Uh, never mind. Uh, I'm, that's just going to be from a non-magical form of persuasion rather than a, a charm. It, it's going to be non-magical charming. <laughs> I'll be attempting to non-magically charm him by <laughs> okay giving him the, yeah, the old-timey charm. Um, all right, he is going to make a wisdom save against your mind's revelation. Um, uh, I'm just reading surface thoughts. I'm not digging deeper. So right, surface saves. thoughts, you don't have to roll. True. Yep. Uh, he failed anyway. <laughs> no, you should have said it deep. now. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the, I mean, that's all I, I needed. <laughs> the fruits the fruit stands explode off in a distance a full yeah. inception moment yeah um surface thoughts panic love panic that. panic where are the exits where are the exits there's got to be an exit there's an exit at the front but is there an exit at the back if i need to jump over the bar am i going to have the strength to be able to jump over the bar <laughs> um is anybody else looking at me oh gosh i hope nobody else recognizes me how many people have they talked to since they got here panic Love it. Yep. Uh, uh, but yeah, is there, what would you like me to roll for my non-magical charming? Just uh, we just say a nice, nice persuasion on that, nice charisma. Okay. Use your your amazing persuasion that I know you have. Man, I rolled that a minute ago. <laughs> oh, here it goes. All right, sick. Base 18, then masked out to 23. Wow. Um, yeah, he. Uh, you feel the shoulders kind of kind of slump a little bit in a defeated way. Um, and he kind of he kind of scoots back into the booth. Uh, and as he does, he kind of puts his hands up a little bit, and he's like, "We're." friends right we're all friends here nothing nothing 
nothing has to, to, to go down. We, we're just friends here, right? Yes, we cool. just... Look, we just want to catch up. So, what exactly are you doing out here, Mr. Dubois? Let's, 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 let's speak quietly. Everyone, sit, sit, sit down. You're bringing attention to yourself by standing. Why? Is, should you not be here? No, no, let's, let's sit down. Let's, let's enjoy, let's take a moment here. As, as I'll, when, as a, as kind of getting into the sitting position, I kind of do it in a way where like, I'm kind of pushing him in, in front of me. So like, I'll be outside the booth and right. he would be on the inside portion. Right, right. So that's where I'll like, um, be like, no, Seth, please, let's, let's sit for a moment. Zach has been sitting since, uh, since he all approached them. Just while everybody was busy with Casuaries, Dak has pulled out a chair and has been sitting this entire time. Mm-hmm. Already in the booth. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'll sit where uh, the most readily blocking any uh, tertiary exits from Cassowary. Uh, so is this just like a straight booth? Kind of just like a you know, just like a being like here and just a generic like restaurant like booth towards a wall? It's um it's kind of like a corner booth situation where it's sort of rounded, but it's only get like it's a U shape, so you still have the the, the table is set up in the middle and you mm-hmm. still have uh you only have the exits on, on either side of it. So if you know, if one of you comes in on one side and another of you comes in on the other, you're still sandwiching whoever's in the middle and keeping them from being able to to leave. Yeah, there I we would go. imagine that because Dak sat down first, da- it mm-hmm. would be on either side of Dubois would be then Dak and Silva. Yeah, you, you had Silva came in on one side, you have Dak already on the other. Uh, I will uh, allow Johannes to choose uh, wherever they want to sit and then choose the opposite side. I have a quick logistical question. Are there menus on this table? (laughs) Funny you should say that. As soon as everybody takes their seat, a waitress suddenly, like, magically appears out of nowhere uh, and passes out menus to all of you and uh, says, well, howdy. Uh, Welcome to the tavern. Uh, Is there anything you'd like to drink today? Um, Milk? Why don't uh, I was gonna say I can get I can I can spot a round of ale for anyone here that would like to. All right. And would you like any milk in your ale? I kind of look to Cassware to like kind of give his answer to like Egamon to be one of the people that drinks it to like partake in that. Yeah. So Cassowary, uh, looks to the waitress and actually says, um, 
Yes, actually, everyone should have some milk in their ale. Uh, and he, he kind of looks to you, Silva, because you've you've sort of gained a little favor with him here. Um, he says, she's talking about, uh, it's not milk, actually. It's something to, to pep up the, the alcohol. Cocaine. <laughs> putting cocaine in the drinks. <laughs> but all right, yes, I will take it. The drinks. But we'll do it. Uh, who? So who? I uh, kind of go to the joke. So who's a, who's who wants it? Uh, both of us will. Uh, either of you three? Any of you three? All right. So we got a milk for the young in there, and then we're doing a round of ale for everybody else. Sure. Is she referring to me when I when she says the youngin? No, no, because uh, she milk. Deck. Deck explicitly ordered milk. Okay, got it. I missed that part. I think. Yep, I'm the 19 year old youngin. I think. I mean, it's I'm probably drinking age in most. Probably drinking age in most areas of Eberron. <laughs> Probably well past hey. drinking age in most areas of Eberron. <laughs> drinking is a sin. <laughs> Keith, Keith Baker, 2023. <laughs> I think that's one of the houses. I don't know which one. Don't, don't quote me. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to go get your, uh, I'm going to go get your drinks ready for you. I'll be right back. And she, uh, sort of turns around and with a with a spin uh just a flourish uh mm. vanishes from your sight disappearing into the crowd oh wow fancy but now um oh weird. sorry but go ahead oh dak uh opens the menu and kind of goes over uh points at something and says um mr cassowary do you think that this would be good from the menu <laughs> I like the idea that you ask him like what are you all right. doing here what, what, are you, what did you how are you all here why are you all here at the same time that I am here I'm I really like the content why I'm here tonight yeah here. Uh, I think I think step one is you tell us why you're here because oh. I think that's a bit more of a pressing question <laughs> I do like the idea Dak though that you uh, you like point out the menu and you're just like so cassowary when this says this comes with fries, does that mean it actually comes with fries, or is that also code for something? <laughs> um, but yes, no, I'll echo, I'll echo said statement. I can, okay. I, I, can, I can explain, but you have to promise that this information does not leave this table. Just surface sauce say. Um, surface thoughts are still pretty panicked, though they've they've sort of recited just a little bit. Um, just a constant stream of fuck shit, fuck, fuck, fuck. He's he's thinking a lot about Silva specifically, but you don't know what it is, like what the what the what it is about Silva that he's like focus on but she's on his mind as he's even though he's looking around and addressing all of you 
he's he's got her on the mind specifically for some reason. Gotcha. Well, well, but... I, the last I saw all of you was at the at the citadel, of course. I I did, were you is is it true? Were you were you there at the, the at the castle when the this was is the is the right hand of the king really responsible for everything? Pardon right. Me. I was supposed to tell you where I was. I'm. I, I'm sorry. I just got distracted. Um, I okay. After they uh, dragged me off out of the room, which by the way, very rude. I was very concerned for my safety. Um, I would have appreciated a little more uh, of of a, of a warning in advance. Thank you. Um, but I digress. We 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 shall we shall move past that. Um, they took me into a small room. And they made me wait there for a very long time, and they asked me a bunch of questions about my business and the legitimacy of my work, and it was all very, uh, very unsettling, and I really, half the things they asked me, I had no idea what they were referring to, and I, I was just so scared that I would never see the light of day again, and then... And then they, they put donuts on the table. <laughs> And then they, they had me sign some paperwork, and I don't I, – I asked them what it was about and if I could read it before I sign it, and they said, no, you should sign it right now. And and they they heavily implied that I should sign it immediately without reading it, and I, I did. I signed the paperwork, and then they said, all right, you, you are free to go until we, we require your assistance in the future. And, and then they, they opened the door, and they, they escorted me out. Uh, and to out of the citadel, and um, they they took me by by carriage, uh, back back to my home, and 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 then there was there was shouting and, and a lot of noise, and I I heard from someone that there had been uh uh, uh the 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 citadel had uh, laid an attack on the castle to 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 fight off the war forced, and there was a big hullabaloo about it, and. I I I said, well, you know, I've I've had enough. I've had enough, and I I packed up my things and I I I, I left in my room and I I left. I just I got out of there, and I, and I kept going. I went out of town. I tried to to contact uh my. I mean, I didn't talk to anybody, and and I I just kept going, um until I I found myself here. And I don't know if they're coming after me if they. If they wanted me to leave the city, and I, I don't care. I I left, and and that's that. Hmm. So you were saying side check. Go yeah, no, I let him do that. Doesn't say. I guess I'll ask you regardless anyway. But um, I'm trying to like parse whether or not like he's telling the full truth. Okay. Like just the legitimacy of what he's saying. Okay, and then I'm, I'm also listening on his uh, surface thoughts. If I get a whiff of any falsehoods, I will telepathically communicate with either Set or Silva. Is an eighteen. Okay, uh, with an eighteen, um, Silva, 
what were you going to ask him? I was going to ask him actually to try to recall some of the um, some of the questions they had asked him outside of like the ones that didn't seem relevant. Okay. As you ask that, um, Dak, surface thoughts. Me. Yes. Strongly towards Silva. Everyone else is there, but the fact that Silva is there especially is at the forefront of his mind. Um, when he's describing leaving, uh, there is a very strong surface thought of um, this it, his mind continues to emphasize again and again that he left he had, he left he didn't say goodbye to anyone he just he left he didn't tell anybody and just packed up his things and he got out of there as soon as he could um and his, his surface thoughts keep reinforcing that it's just like i i got out and that, that's what i did and i'm not regretting it and i'm definitely not freaking out over the fact that i did that and it was it was definitely the right decision and i'm definitely not scared for my life. um set uh as cassowary is describing these things to you um it sounds legitimate. You do... It feels like there's moments where he's repeating himself to make up for uh, intentionally trying to withhold information or trying not to give details. Mm -hmm. uh, and there was a noticeable sort of pause there when he misspoke and said... I tried to contact and then said, I didn't contact anybody and I just left and I didn't tell anybody. And I, I got out of there. The, um, the, the, the guards, they, oh goodness. Well, they, they were asking me about the investigation. They were asking me about the, the velvet curtain. If I had been there, if I had seen anything at the velvet curtain, if I knew anything about the war forge, then I, had any connection to them and of course i didn't i don't i i don't and anything at all i didn't um, they they were asking me if i knew anything about um these falsified uh purchases that have been made on behalf of the royal family uh something about outfits or something that might have been a uh some sort of a decoy some I didn't understand it. it. It was like they were talking gibberish to me. I didn't know anything that they were talking about. They said something about the somebody was using the they they were concerned about contraband. Somebody was sneaking something into the castle, and that the the. Uh, the, the the this purchase whatever this this purchase was might have been part of this plan to sneak things into the castle and i i don't know it, it was just so much it, it was just so much they were throwing at me and i just didn't know what to do or what was going on Castleberry. Oh. you know Castleberry, 
a man of your social standing, place in society, you aren't one to just leave without talking to at least someone. I, I don't quite believe that you just up and left without talking to a single person. Well, I, I did. I mean, I technically did have to speak to the the, the guards, you know, before I, you know, very before well. They took me back I mean. to my home. Do we have to make a big, a big fuss about all this? I, I just, I just want to be left alone. I don't want to cause any trouble or anything. I just don't. And Casper, we can leave you alone, but only if you tell us. Everything. We'll just suspect you more. But also, Cancer, what's concerning, and I imagine there's a similarity to this, but what's concerning to me about your story is uh, what do you remember about when we had you over at the Citadel? It's at this moment that the waitress uh, reappears um, with a balancing a, a circular tray with a, a drinks uh, lined around it. She places it down the table and begins setting the drinks in front of everybody. Um, set, uh, Silva, you, you get in front of you a large uh, glass uh, filled nearly to the brim with ale and then deposited floating on the, the top of it is a little round uh disc um and inside of the disc there is this like white powdery substance uh just sort of floating at the top um and cassowary takes the immediate as soon as the waitress sets the drink down the table cassowary takes the drink and says thank you miss and he takes his finger he pushes the the disc down into the drink to submerge it at which case all the white powder like sort of dissolves into the drink and causes it to like fizz a little bit and then rows it back and downs half of it in a single uh drink and puts a glass down on the table uh she finishes setting the rest of the ales in front of all of you except for dak dak she takes a what appears to be almost like a coffee mug and sets that down in front of you and then puts like a uh, um, like a children's uh, curly straw that <laughs> zigzags around uh, stuck into the mug and sets it down in front of you. When you look into the mug, you see that the mug is almost filled to the brim with nothing but this white powder. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. Dak looks down at it, looks up. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, what I wanted to do while the waitress was putting things down yeah. was when she got around to putting Cassuary's drink down. I wanted to keep, I wanted to actually kind of take a mental note or not even mental, just a, like a note while looking at it 
to see if it like appeared as though like because given that most of the drinks were all the same, this is also a little bit of a shot in the dark. But like, can I potentially see if it seems like she chose a particular drink? <laughs> Like, instead of just, like, going in the order that the drinks are near her and going back that way, like, does it seem like she went from, like, one and then to, like, a bunch of the others? Oh, like, she prioritized giving someone a drink first and then before going to the other ones, like... Yeah, like, or, yeah, like, yeah, specifically, seemingly, like, a very specific deviation that way. Um, make a, uh... Make a perception check for me. Alright, sick. It's 22. Nice, nice. The um, leggy D&D Beyond is holding it. <laughs> yeah. From, from what you're perceiving, uh, it didn't look like she, per se, like, prioritized. It seemed like she was kind of putting them out at random. Um... She put down Cassowary's glass first, uh, then Set's, then yours, then Johannes's, um, and she saved uh, Dax's mug for last. Um, That's expected, though. <laughs> but you got a 22. So, when, as Johannes's glass was being placed on the table, at the on the bottom of the glass, just visible for the, the fraction of a second, was a tiny little rectangle. And as Johannes took the glass, plinked the disc down in the top, and threw the glass up to drink, the other hand, moving with lightning speed, took the rectangle, and stowed it away. Is Johannes not cassowary? This is, this is cassowary. Cassowary. Oh, you said Johannes, so... Sorry, yeah. Th- three different times. That's where we were confused. That's okay. okay. We so, he took it, or she took it? Cassowary took it. The, the rectangle was on the bottom of cassowary's glass she handed him the glass he lifted the glass up to drink it and as he drank it took the rectangle what's uh what's his surface surface thoughts say um that dylan hates that you have this (laughs) (laughs) uh still Highly focused on Silva. Mm-hmm. And a sense of like it, it hasn't changed majorly, just like a sense of whatever we're doing, we need to do it quickly. Uh, uh, the longer we're here, the more likely it is that somebody else is going to show up. Um, I need to whatever the opposite of stalling is, I need to do that. Um, but yes, I, I guess I'll kind of rephrase, like reinstitute my question of just like the, 
you don't have to give specifics, but how much of when you were at the Citadel do you remember? A lot, a little, or nothing? I mean, I, I don't think I've forgotten any of it necessarily, the, not the events at least. Like you say, they, they took me from the, the, the room that we were in and then took me to another smaller room. And That's what I'm referring to, me. is right before you were taken out of the room, from when you entered into the meeting room we were in to when you were removed from it, how much of that do you remember? Well, I, I came into the room and we were everyone was gathered around that big table, you know. They were seemingly sort of planning planning something out. It, it must have been the siege of the castle now that I think about it. But there was I, I remember there was like a device that was, was given to you all. Um you had some sort of device in your hands and you talked about using it and then something happened. it was like it was like a, a, a blink, like like this flash of, of light or something. And then as soon as it happened, it was over. And you all said that you, you said that my ancestor was responsible for creating a back door in the, the castle. And I didn't understand. I mean, it, you was one second you were talking about, about this device and the next thing you were, I mean, you looked like you had been through the hells and back. I, I didn't know what had happened. All right, now, I, I believe I can help give you, I can help you out, but I need you to be honest with me on one thing. And I'm aware this is 100 percent going to be a persuasion check. Just like really trying to like ham up the, just like the ham up the cutesy fairy face of the what is the note that you just took you see all of the color drain from his face um, as he eyes locked onto you goes Whatever you're talking about. Whisper it to me. Whis I need to, because the only way I'm going to gauge what part of what you could, whether or not you could or could not be in danger and potentially from whom is dependent on what that note says. Make a persuasion check. While they're having this conversation. Um, Here comes the one. Let's see. Oh, no. Still clear on that. Uh, it's an 18. Uh, while this is going on, uh, Set does want to investigate what the powder is. Dak will dig deeper into Casper's mind as he uh, takes a sip of this white powder through the straw. Alright, so at the same time that he is being persuaded by Silva, he is also going to have to defend his mind against being dug into mm -hmm. deeper. 
Uh, Some might say I'm also investigating this white powder. The Skyrim way, by consuming every single alchemical ingredient you can find. Uh, So he is going to... He's got to beat a 15, I know, for the save DC, and he's going to make this with a minus two penalty because uh, he is locked in with Silva uh, in conversation. Also, all of you feel very, very quick, very faint, but you all feel this sort of very brief, like, warmth uh, just kind of wash over you just for a moment. I specifically not drank yet. All of you, the whole group. I'm just noting, like, I haven't drank any of it yet. You can make an insight check if you'd like. Sure. Yeah. I was just noting if at least it, like, was coming from the, uh, the drink. I hadn't actually gone for it yet. I got a 16 on insight. But otherwise, yes, I can insight. All right. 21. Um, you had kind of felt a similar energy during the fight with three. Um, this feeling of warmth that seemed to sort of dance and interconnect between all of you. Um, above game, it is a moment in which you are acting uh, in tandem with each other. Uh, and it is resulting in a spark that in time could ignite into crew fire. Ooh. Um, we need to resolve the persuasion. What was the role? What did the role end up being on that? I think it was like an 18. Yes. Yeah. yeah it's in the log right here. Yeah. 18. Okay. And then, Dak, That's you me. were doing the deeper dive. Yes. Um, so he needed to get a, he needed to beat a 15. Yes. Um, he had a minus two penalty, and I rolled a 17. Damn, Mita beats it. Wait, no he doesn't. Haha, <laughs> get no. fucked. Um, he doesn't beat it. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, <laughs> never mind. I don't have the thing I thought I did. It's for my own ability check, so he passes, I guess. Silva. Cassowary Dubois looks at you with fearful eyes, pupils fully dilated, sweat tunneling down his brow. And he says... There is, there is a lot going on. You understand, right? More so than just this nonsense with the Warforce, there is much happening throughout the kingdoms. I don't know if there's enough time for me to explain all of it to you. Shouldn't you know already? I would think you, out of anyone, would be at least partially familiar, wouldn't you? Dak. 
That's me. The surface thoughts almost this entire time. A big part of them has been an odd focus on Silva. But you couldn't discern what it was specifically about her. It's not just the fact that he recognizes her. It's not just the fact that she knows who he is or that they have met previously and that her knowing that he's here threatens his position. It's that she's fae. And he's, he's racist. Of that. He's he is he is somewhat afraid of what the group of you might do to him. He is terrified of meeting a fae of any kind right now. Make a fucking deal. <laughs> I know. You um, never, you never picked up on this feeling in any of the situations where you were in the same room as him before. But now in this moment, it is wrong. It is dank. It's the last thing he wants to be anywhere near right now is anything or anyone that has a connection to the Fae. Sketchy as hell. Back is going to eye up, pretend to eye up a menu uh, or a menu item um, and make a connection with Silva and say thank you Silva. It would seem as a mutual acquaintance the cassowary is afraid of you. For your bay roots, it would seem. I kind of endearingly look towards uh, cassowary. Just kind of be like, dear. We are very much not connected in that way. I don't. Whatever, whatever you may have with another, I am not connected. Nor have I been in a long time. Much like you. I left a long time ago. He, uh, he, and shaking, reaches into his breast pocket and retrieves from it a small, thin rectangle, like a piece of paper, extremely thin, and shaking,
hand it over to you. What does it say? It's hard to read because of the violent tremors going through his hands. Um, like grab it. But if you take it from him, um, you see a very flowing script written in extremely small print. Um, are you able to read Elvish? No, I read Common, Dalkir, and Silver. Read the old tongue. It is a very, it is a very well-written script, despite being so small. Um, but it is, you're not able to make out what it is, what it says. Honey, I'm sorry, I can't read this, but what I will ascertain from it is... Jimmy, deal. May I take a look over? Hey, I would slide it towards you. So I'll go ahead and pick it up and read it. You read the elven script again extremely small print but you are able to read it says if she is the one place the glass upside down on the table Marked the Autumn Queen, Death to the Summer King. You made a fucking deal. Fucking Satan ain't got no shit on Faelords. As soon as I like read it to myself, I look up and I look directly at Cassowary, just like full intimidation like just the meanest nastiest glare that I can give. make make an intimidation check then I was gonna say my question still did stand of when I handed it over of me going did you make a deal he uh, he does not answer you he his attention switches over to set as they are reading it It's a seven. <laughs> oh no. Do I not get advantage from this situation that we're in? I feel like I would be a lot more intimidated. I feel like he's a little bit. The, the fr- yeah, you do not say his status is frightened. <laughs> I mean, if you were to do something, some kind of an extra flourish to aid in your intimidation. 
Uh, oh, I mean, I'll, right, I'll, right now all you're doing is reading. You've read a note, and then I glared at him, and I will also utilize minor illusion to like, jar, like kind of like uh, when uh, Gandalf yells at uh, Bilbo, Bilbo, like just the darkening, oh yeah, darkening of the room and all that stuff, like. Yeah, I will. I will allow you advantage. Uh, as you do that, as you do that, the 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 everything sort of darkens in around you. Now, uh, one of the patrons looks up from his drink and goes, uh, "They really got to fix the lights in this place." And he goes back to drinking. <laughs> I mean, it's only in like a, a like a five foot area around me, so he doesn't he doesn't care. Yeah, uh, that I is can't a him. that is a sixteen. Um, okay. <laughs> That's a little better. Um, he, this is already a, a man of shorter stature. And he positively shrinks in your gaze. Um, he has to set the glass down because his hands are shaking so severely that he would probably drop it and shatter it. I, I will, I will... As he goes to set it down, I will grab it from him before he sets it down. <laughs> so, well, I can answer your question for you. He has made a deal. The Autumn Queen. This is one of those few times where, uh, while I did a lot of research on one side of that, uh, that Pharaoh, not as much on the other. So, Dylan, what, can I roll a history check to know what I may have been told about the Autumn Queen? Uh, yes, and I will simultaneously be checking something uh, on your character sheet. Sick. Well, you there it is. It's an eight. You said an eight? Yes. Ooh. You're in this moment. Because your your first thought is Thalanya, uh, who is is known to be uh, a queen that rules over the domain of Flanus, the fairy court. Um, but she's supposed to be the queen of of shadows and 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 night and dusk. It, it you've never heard her referred to as an autumn queen. Um, Yes, the one I would assume to have like somehow had a weird incarnation of of my creation. And so you have to think. You you have to. You're kind of going back in your mind of like, well, she she can't be just. It, she's not the queen of the of Thalanus of that domain. Or is there another domain? Is there is there another region that she could be a queen of that is still connected to the Fae in some way? And the the closest thing you can think of is something that. Um, 
it's a place that you've you've heard of briefly, but it's not somewhere that you've been. Um, ancient stories and and scriptures and, and writings, fey writings, uh, whispers that have occasionally referred to something called the Amber Forest. Kind of look over to Cassowary. And here, we're, and here I was thinking the guards were your problem. Um, Cassowary looks at you, set, and says, Who's the Autumn Queen? Can I inside that? <laughs> you may, yeah. <laughs> Here they are. Yeah, the middling rolls. Uh, Twelve. Twelve. Um, there's a, there's definitely a very confused look on his face. You don't hear like a, like a obvious like trying to to fake being confused. Um, but it also doesn't read as like 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 it's a little tougher to read, uh, especially because he's he's still clearly very like skittish and and scared. Um. Something's off here, though. De definitely, definitely, like something's off about everything that's happening right now. Um, I will, like, with whatever I have on me, kind of like jot down the translation of this note for Silva, so that Silva can read it. Um, and then once I've handed it back over, I'm going to pick up the little disc in the ale and just check what it, what the substance is, if I'm able to tell. Mm -hmm. Um, you make an investigation check for me. Uh, as you're doing that, Dak, surface thoughts. Yes. Um, Queen. Autumn Queen, Queen, Autumn Queen. For the first time since you sat down, Silva is no longer at the forefront of his thought. A queen, images of a queen flashing, trying to, to determine a queen, queen, the Autumn Queen, who's the Autumn Queen? Uh, is it Arala? Is it Arala Irwinarn? Arala Irwinarn, maybe Aunt Marie the fifth, the fifth monarch. Aurora, uh, what, what, was it Aurora, was it Aurora? She's the fifth monarch, she's the current queen. The queen, queen, on dare, on dare, on dare, Arala. Autumn. What? And that's all you're getting. And, uh, I'll kind of, like, within this time period, I guess, 
like reiterate again, kind of, but very quietly, but very direct. Did he make a deal with a I, 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 um, I have, I was, I was given a, um, I, in exchange for, uh, keeping me, uh, my identity protected and ensuring that I would be able to, to leave Rote without arousing any suspicion. I did, um, I was, I was approached by a, a person who asked me to, they wanted me to, to stop somewhere along my journey and, and, um, Well, um, they, they told me to, oh gosh, um, they, they told me that if I saw someone that looks like you, that you would try to kill me. And he is pointing at Silva. I don't know why that would be the case. Uh, the concoction in question. The ale's legitimate. The powdery substance is not one that you're familiar with. But it has all the telltale signs of a... Um, of an aromatic abusive substance... Something that would normally be taken in through the nostrils into the lungs to achieve a um, semi-euphoric state. Um, often abused. Uh, yeah, upon realizing that it is just a straight-up drug, uh... I'm going to reach over to Dak's mug and just take it away from him and set it over on the edge of the table. Dak has uh, his hands on the straw, so once that moves it away, he just lifts it up. So he keeps the straw. Dak, do not consume any of that. Understood. I have now acquired a new weapon. <sighs> Put it away. And so then kind of while I can take a moment what he's answering to also like read the note translation. Um, I'll kind of make the thing of like okay, well whatever you do, don't don't put that cup upside down. I'm not. I'm absolutely not going to try to get it's not the last thing I wish to do right now. In fact, the thing that I, the reason we came here was more to potentially protect help protect people and warn them. There's a werewolf nearby, just so you know, by the way. If you continue to travel outside of town. Oh, where, where? It's in the forest south from here. That was the last place we saw it. 
well, well then we should be fine and I can't imagine why it would be before us and come straight this way. I mean, it's a large forest. It kind of goes through a fair portion of the cities around around here. So, who knows? It's, uh, it is inherent. It is going to be... Which moon was it that we had actually discovered it was going to be empowered by? Was it war? It was... Yes. Yes, war, war was the actual moon. Yeah. That seems to be in the sky. And it's way, especially given that it is empowered by, by the war moon. It's not necessarily likely going to be, it's, you know, it's not necessarily likely going to stay calm. So I would distinctly recommend traveling safely and during the daytime, exclusively. Um. Set. Yes. Deck. Yep. You catch very quickly. Uh, when you take the glass away from Deck with the powder substance in it, Johannes at the same time has been looking at his own glass with the uh, the, the little disc of the, the powder substance on top of it. There's a look of recognition that crosses his face. The eyebrows raise like an, oh, oh. I think I know what this is, type of thing. Um, and he similarly places the glass on the table and just kind of shifts it away from him. You hear him, uh, he kind of get, lets out a little huff, and under his breath he says, Salt Lake. Nasty stuff. I can't believe they gave you a full mug of it. How does that even make sense? If you can tell the effect. No, Jack. It's not a drink. No, but to any, but to them, it's a, but to, to someone of the to someone, especially a fake creatures like them, it's most likely we just view it as a prank. If it were to go bad, um. Thank you for the interruption. Is salt lethal to pain? Not salt. It's just a nickname. It, it's a drug. Drug. We meant to alter the mind. Understood. And also um, just really, really wreck your body after prolonged usage, or even short usage. Understood. Um, are drugs bad for the pain? No, and that's actually kind of specifically the point. Not all of them, at least. It's more that these wouldn't affect most of those who are serving it, but it'll affect those who are being served. Now you, sir, who just drank a whole thing, who drank most of a thing of it, like I said, I'm not going, I'm not, I'm not, while I'm not even here to kill you, I'm definitely not going to. Whatever it is, they seem to definitely want you, though, to turn on me. And honestly, for whatever reason, I don't know. But similar to you, I don't wish to find out. Just like you don't necessarily wish to find out what was going on with the guards. 
What I will know is that inherently, as you somewhat have already surmised, the reason that they were likely very rude with you was because of that inherent plausible connection from that ancestor of yours. Now, is it fair that seemingly you are affected by it? Probably not. But inevitably, that is seemingly what they just chose to do. But now, inevitably... Connecting yourself with a Feylord, and potentially one that could be powerful, is definitely not a wise thing to do. And I would recommend your continued travels to keep your head down. I I, I understand, but but I still I still don't follow. Do you? Who's the Sun King? Do you work for the sun? And at that exact moment, the saloon doors bang okay. open, um, and a four-foot-tall uh, mouse figure uh, rushes in, uh, looks around the tavern, and spots all of you sitting at the booth. I'm, I'm uh, friends, friends. You, uh, you, you should probably. Uh, the sheriff needs you. Sheriff needs you at the back, back, uh, real quick. What for? We got some of a situation here. Can you please please follow me? Okay. We, uh, we should go. Cassowary? Head do down. You want, do you want me to go with you, or what do you want me to do? Cassowary, you come with us, you will likely get yourself killed. Head down. There. Stay. I don't want to have to interact with you again. That's, you know, nothing against you, but I... You seem to bring trouble with you. And I don't want to have to keep dealing with it. Got it? I, I have a room. I have a room here at the end. I will go to the room and I will stay put. I will lock the doors and I will do nothing. Just don't put that cup upside down when you leave. <laughs> I took it from him. Oh. Yeah, I, I literally, as soon as I finished reading it, I was like, nope, you don't get to make that decision. Um, and yeah, I'll. Johannes, to... Johannes takes the glass from, uh, from you and goes, by the way, guys, I was just thinking about how there's this really cool cup stacking game. I, uh, I totally forgot to mention, I used to be really good at it back when I was in school and you would take the cups and you would stack them upside down and fold them on top of each other. Here, Don't let me that. show you. It's really cool. No, 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 no. No, not not a good time. Not a good time. No, 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 no. Okay, okay. We'll we'll do it later. Actually, with different cups. Yes, that's fine. Um, and a different restaurant. I will. I'll look at Casper and be like, "Also, you're paying," and I'll just walk away. Okay, that's not. I know he's gonna walk away. I'm gonna kind of look at it like. All right, that's not happening. Don't worry. And I'm going to put the one go. Uh, I mean, I guess I don't I know no how much this shit is. Jack's mug of drugs is going to cost. I'm making cassowary pay for this. What do you mean you don't know? I mean, look, I'm going to make an assumption based on like, cost? here's the thing. Okay, here's the thing. Because like I would have intent, my intention was to pay for it. But this is the thing. My intention was to pay for like normal ale, even with an additive, like a normal one, like one that would be put into a human bar. So I'm really only putting one gold piece down because inevitably four ales and an actual milk would cost far less than one gold. 
So inevitably, yeah, that's I'm, what I'm putting down. Gotcha. And then I will, and then we can go follow, mm-hmm. follow the mouse man. Certainly. So, so Dax is in an interesting position because he's in the inside of the booth with Cassowary to prevent him from leaving. Mm-hmm. So as everybody's leaving, Dax can make uninterrupted eye contact with Cassowary and then do the thing where he kind of like slides off his chair underneath the table. Instead of the uh, other opening? Is there a near opening? I well, then, once Set and Johannes get out, yeah. U-shaped, yeah. Gotcha. I just thought that uh, it was like against the wall and it was a regular booth. And, uh, no, that no, this is probably why it asked this question earlier, yeah. He does slot, He does keep eye contact as he slides away from Katsuari. <laughs> and he does mutter, thank you for the meal. And then he gets up and, le- and follows after everybody. Thank you for the clarification, everybody. <laughs> he is uh, he is simply left bewildered as you all uh, shoot off following Feline, the, the mouse deputy. Um, Feline takes you all outside, immediately brings you over to the uh, to the, the, the sheriff's office. Um, you know, opens the door wide, gestures for all of you to go inside. Walking, uh, you go inside. Um, you're all you're all brought in. Feline slams the door shut, locks it behind you. Takes a large iron slide bolt, slides it across, locks it into place. Um, all right, uh, sheriff, I, I got them all. I got them all here. Um, and you see, Sheriff Mauser is uh sitting on the ground, back up against the wall. A revolver in each hand, um, cowboy hat tilted forward. Uh, he's kind of like up against the wall, directly underneath. There's like this large window, um, sort of facing out into the main street there, uh, with like you know it's got big, thick, heavy glass in it, and like uh, sort of wooden a wooden grill pattern going across. Um, he's kind of leaned up against the the wall, and he says, "All right." Good to see you all again. Um, so here's the thing. He kind of adjusts his cowboy hat with the revolver. So I was thinking about your werewolf problem that you had. Now the good news is, and there is a loud smash as the glass window above him is shattered and an enormous matted, fur-covered, black and gray, long, long, lanky, strangely shaped arm with heavy-set black claws leading off the end of the fingers, disjointed as he smashes through and swings across, just missing Mauser's head by inches. Uh, And he turns to you all and he says, I reckon I found it for you. And that is where we were going to end tonight's session. You don't, <laughs> you don't get to you don't get to react that calmly to that. How, I don't care how, how many years you've been a sheriff. And how big was the arm coming through it? We're talking this is like a six foot by six foot window. Uh the arm that came through was like the size of like a wooden timber. 
like like more like several inches in diameter, this big old arm that just like swept through. Okay, so very big. Got very it. Very big. Lovely. Not gargantuan, but like, but like huge. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that is where we will end off tonight's session. And the next time we're able to get back together, we'll uh, we will address this problem. Uh, whatever is is about to happen. Uh, so I hope you all will be ready for that. In the meantime, uh, thank you all for watching. Uh, thank you all for playing once again. Uh, I shall see you in another two months when we are able to reconvene. Uh, <laughs> but until then, um, fear the red. And while you're at it, death to the sun, King, y'all. We'll hey. see you next time.